Yep. Uh, welcome uh, to the program uh, today. Uh, it's brought to you by uh, Grip Six. Thank you. Uh, Grip Six, of course, fantastic shoes yeah. or socks, fantastic belts, fantastic yeah. wallets. I, you know, you, you might, you might want to put the uh, uh, the Grip Six socks uh, on before you put on your Grip Six shoes, which don't exist. But uh, mm. that's good, Stu. It's good. Good Thank to have you. you here. Thank you. Appreciate it. You know, mm-hmm. adding a lot to the show today. Anyway, if you want great socks that don't ever lose their elasticity. Mm. <sighs> Hall of Fame, man. Send that in. I think I need a, a double. Anyway, um, uh, these are great socks. Grip 6, they have wool socks, but they don't. I, I always think of wool as big, heavy, you know, itchy socks. These are not uh, that kind of wool. It's very, very thin, breathable. They're great. Uh, I really, really like them and made right here in the USA, which makes me want to buy them even more. So get Grip6, Grip6.com, Grip, the number 6.com slash Beck and save right now. Grip6.com slash Beck. Program begins in just a minute. Welcome, America. It is Monday. It's Juneteenth. Most people, well, many people don't know what Juneteenth is or had never heard of it. It was a very big Texas holiday for a while. And now the Washington Post wants you to know, now this is going to come as a surprise to you, that during the Civil War, Texas, which was a Confederate-sided state, um, they didn't announce that the slaves were free. Uh, They actually held these slaves against their will as slaves. And it wasn't until the war was won that they finally let these slaves go. It is, man, that's how, that's how racist these slaves, I mean, there's slave owners, and then there's the racist slave owners that just didn't do what the government said to do, you know, the government that they were at war with and breaking away from. Isn't that weird? I'm going to give you some news on uh, our founders and how racist this country really is. I'm going to give you some news. If you've never heard it before, you will ask yourself, gee, why? That's awfully convenient to leave this out of history. We'll begin there in 60 seconds. First... Let me tell you about our uh, our sponsor this half hour. It is Relief Factor. F- Relief Factor. Barbara wrote in about her experience. She said, I was hit by a car as a pedestrian. I had to relearn how to walk. I was always in pain. 
but not since I've been taking Real Relief Factor. I have found relief that I needed from that pain. Thank you so much. Barbara, I am so glad that you're up and walking again and you're doing well with your pain. Uh, if you're dealing with pain in your life, please, please try Relief Factor. It is It keeps me 99% pain-free. Today, I'm up in the mountains and the altitude always bothers my pain for some reason, uh, but it was fine. Usually, it was crippling when I was up here before Relief Factor. It was fine, and then today I get up and the temperature is about 30 degrees, and uh, the two things that really set my pain off are, are temperature and altitude. But I tell you, it is totally manageable now with Relief Factor. Relief Factor, try their three-week quick start developed for you, 1995. It's a dollar a day, like a like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have tried it, and 70% of them go on to order more month after month. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800, the number four relief, 800 for relief or relieffactor.com. All right, so the Washington Post um, writes a story. In 1903, a black man walked into an office in a small town in Texas seeking any news about whether slavery had ended. In 1903, he's what? Excuse me? The earnest inquiry from the man who had been forced to labor without pay came more than 38 years after Major General Gordon Granger landed on Galveston Island, Texas, with more than 2,000 federal soldiers to deliver the belated news of freedom to the enslaved black people in Texas. Word of the uh, uh, the end of bondage for more than 250,000 enslaved black people in the state arrived June 19th, uh, 1865, two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Despite the clear instructions in General Order Number 3 and the announcement that day by Granger's men that the people in Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. Now, this is a real, this was a real problem in Texas. Um, you know, it's a state in rebellion, a state that believes in slavery and you know, surprise, surprise, uh, these guys didn't want to tell their slaves, oh, you're free because the president we're fighting against just freed you. Um, it's not really surprising, but it's horrible. Enslavers across the state resisted the general's orders, hiding the news from the enslaved black people. Many black people were forced to continue to labor under the oppression, uh, under the oppression of ruthless enslavers and unscrupulous plantation owners. Last year, President Biden signed a bill to recognize Juneteenth as a federal holiday. On Thursday, in advance of the holiday, human rights activists installed a 150-foot pan-African flag garden in the ellipse south of the White House. Now, why would, why would we do this? You know, the South had their own flag. America had old glory. America had the stars and stripes. They had the stars and bars. Um, excuse me? Why would we celebrate this by flying another flag? Why would we do that? By the way, do you know who the first uh, Republican 
um, uh, president of the GOP was in Texas. Yeah, he was a black guy. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? This is only being recognized now because the progressives think that they can use it against the Republican Party because people are uneducated. People in this in this country uh, are, and I got. I'm sorry, but my I, I have come to a new conclusion about the American people. Many of them are dumb as a box of rocks, and I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with a box of rocks, but it doesn't go well. And the American people have been dumbed down and dumbed down and intentionally misled and great portions of our history and things that you need to know just to survive not being taught in schools. So in honor of Juneteenth, I brought something in from the Mercury Vaults. This is um, the declaration by the representatives of the United States of America in General Congress assembled. This is the rough draft of the um, of the Declaration of Independence in Thomas Jefferson's own hand. Oh my gosh, Glenn Beck, how could you possibly? How could you possibly quote Thomas Jefferson and the Declaration of Independence? I mean, Thomas Jefferson. All men are created equal. Yeah, Tom, except for all those slaves, right? That's the argument. Where are they in the Declaration of Independence? Thomas Jefferson. So this is, again, the first draft in his own handwriting. It's four pages long. And if you happen to be watching on the blaze, you will see that there are corrections and things marked out and language changed. And you'll see, just like in a Word doc, it'll say, B. Franklin, or it'll say, uh, Mr. Adams. And it comes off to the side to show you who made the changes. For the most part, it's, it's left pretty, um, pretty much the same. So the first part of it is, you know, when in the course of human events, they're basically saying, you know, look, we're going to break up, and we think, because we try to be decent people, we think if we're going to break up with somebody, we should tell them why. And, uh, you know, they they decided they had the other option of going, hey, King George, it's not you, it's us. But no, 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 we decided we should tell him it is you. It is you. Um, we really actually love you. We want to be with you, but you won't listen to us. So in this breakup letter we call the Declaration of Independence, we tell him, uh, look, we think that just basic decency requires us to tell us to tell you what happened. And the first thing we want to tell you is you don't know us. We're, we believe in different things. There are things that we hold self-evident that you don't. And we think these are really important. So when we break up from you, we're going to go and we're going to we're going to do our own country. But we want to tell you what we're creating and what it is that we believe that we've been trying to tell you. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, and among these, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And, this is where it gets sticky, 
and that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, drawing their just powers from the consent of the governed. Nobody had ever done that before. Nobody had ever thought that before. Completely a new idea. Can you imagine the king reading this and going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me that you actually believe that you, a farmer, an underling, you're equal to me, the king, and that God gave you the same rights he gives to me? And that government is going to be, the people in government are going to be voted on by the people, people like you. And the government is instituted to protect your rights against people like me? It's an incredible thought. Incredible thought. So he goes on and he explains what we're going to create. This is our mission statement as a nation. And like mission statements usually go, you they're very, very lofty and hard to obtain, uh, but it's what drives a company. And if you have a company that's been in business for 250 years, you're going to have some problems with that business in its history. You're going to see, oh, wow, a company really went out of, of whack here. Walt, Walt Disney right now, he's spinning in his grave. You could make chair rails and chairs and, and broomsticks on, on his body. He's spinning so fast he's like a lathe. But they've lost it before. They lost it in the 1980s. Not like this. But they come back. I don't know if Disney's going to be able to survive the comeback this time. But the question is, are we? So we have this mission statement, and this is what Martin Luther King said in his, in his great I Have a Dream speech. He's like, America, it's in your own documents. Just live up to those things. So he spells it all out, and then he says, uh, and we need to tell you that it's not us, it is you. And these are called usurptations, and they're, it's two and a half pages of just quick, uh, you know, one line. He refused to pass the laws of accommodation for large districts of people, okay? So that's one of them. And he'll just, they just list all of these, and again, it's, it's about two and a half pages, and they're all one or two, maybe three lines at most. But in the usurpation section, the last paragraph, and it's half a page, is one usurpation. So we've always wondered, how could Thomas Jefferson, how could you possibly quote that racist, bigot, slave owner who only cared about money? He would write He'd write beautiful things, but then he'd do the opposite. He had slaves, and he didn't even point out that all men are created equal. That includes the slaves who are men, right? Ask yourself as I read this to you why you didn't learn this in history. Halfway down the second page, this actually the third page, second of the usurpations, the last usurpation comes, the last thing the king did that they could not tolerate and had to break up. And it says, and I quote, the king has waged cruel war against nature itself, violating its most sacred rights of life and liberty in the, in the persons of a distant people who never offended him. 
captivating and carrying them into slavery in another hemisphere or to incur miserable death in their transportation thither. So he's either talking about the slaves here from Africa and saying the king brought them over here, or he's what, talking about Willy Wonka and the Oompa Loompas? I, he's clearly talking about the slaves that the king brought to America. This piratical warfare, the opprobrium of infidel, underlined infidel powers, is the warfare of the uh, printed and underlined Christian king of Great Britain, determined to keep an open market where men capitalized, where men should be bought and sold. He has prostituted his negative for suppressing every legislative attempt but to prohibit or restrain this uh, horrible uh, commerce, and that this assemblage of horrors might want no fact of distinguished die. He is now executing, or no, he's now exciting those very people to rise in arms among us to purchase that liberty of which he, underline, has deprived them of by murdering the people on whom he has also offended, uh, offended, thus paying off former crimes committed against the liberties of one people with crimes he wages for them to commit against the lives of another. He goes on on how many times they tried to, slay, to, to end slavery, and all of the times he frustrates it, twists it, refuses to uh, let it pass. So an entire paragraph is taking down the king. This is, it's clear when reading this, at least with Thomas Jefferson, this is the most important reason we broke away. This had to be unanimous, this declaration, or the king would weasel his way in between the colonies and breaking them apart. So every line of this rough draft had to be voted on. So we are such a horrible racist. We only cared about money and, and oppression. How many of the 13 colonies voted against that paragraph? I'll give that to you here in 60 seconds. First, Tunnel to Towers. It is a great foundation. This is the Tunnel to Towers was started right after the World Trade Center collapsed, and they wanted to help the families out of everybody who had a mortgage and lost their lives. They wanted to make sure that they could take care of them. Then they wanted to make sure that they could take care of the um, of all the firefighters and all of the police. So Tunnel to Towers was founded, and they wanted to help America's heroes and their families. So if somebody like those guys who ran up the stairs didn't come back, you know, on their firefighting job or their police job, if they had small children, if they were left behind and the family had a mortgage, Tunnel to Towers would pay off the mortgage to take that off of their hands. Then it expanded to the military, and now they are just doing phenomenal things, phenomenal mortgage-free smart homes for those who are critically injured and can't live a normal life, and now Operation Home Base. They are giving tiny homes to homeless veterans. These people live what they say and are meeting their mission expectations every single day. 
our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for us, need your help. Help today. Can you donate $11 a month at T2T.org? That's T, the number 2T.org. $11 a month. I know how hard it is that you're, you're scraping everything together just to get gas, but this will make a huge difference and help us become people of merit. Uh, it is T2T.org. Join them now. 10 seconds, station ID. So, how many states actually voted against that paragraph? Out of the 13 colonies, how many? Two. It was South Carolina and Georgia. Those two were the only two that voted against. That means 11 states wanted this horror show of states to stop, but they couldn't. They could not be split on that. If, if the king could have Georgia and South Carolina, he could break up the whole movement. So they, they dropped that. But did you know that if, um, New England itself, New York and everything north, New England, if that were a country and not part of England, it was, if it was independent it would have been 50 years before the british banned slavery they were so far ahead of their time this is the first area that banned slavery like that a massive that was the united states of america for the most part and they were 50 years ahead of everyone else how come we don't get credit for that? How come the 11 states that voted against slavery don't get credit for that? Because of a political agenda. And in states like Texas and elsewhere, as soon as people got voting rights, the Klan came around and tried to disarm people. Well, what a surprise. The same party that did that to black people are now trying to disarm the United States of America and all of her citizens. They found a new way to do it. Uh, coerce companies and tell them they have to stop making ammo. The White House denies this. We have the evidence that it's happening coming up later on in the program. The Glenn Beck Program. Recent rise in property values has also created a bigger target for the home title fraud. Uh, this type of identity theft, um, all all that happens is it, they they can come in a criminal can come in and fake your signature on a document that you can just pick up at the city, um, and it looks like you sold your house to this other individual. Then, because our houses are worth so much more, so many houses have equity in them right now, that they take and they steal this. They go in and say, yep, I just bought this, and uh, I want to take out a loan for home improvement or whatever they want. They take out the loan, and then they get out of town and stick you with the loan. And there's no way to prove that you didn't sell them the house. They saw the title. Who's committing the fraud? You want to stop this before it happens to you? 
I want you to go to lifelock.com, lifelock.com, or uh, or check out uh, their phone number, 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com, promo code BECK, save 25%. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off. Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. A lot of news to report today. Um, Let me just give you some highlights. Um, The WHO now says that those lockdowns uh, created really bad mental health issues. Uh, Depression increased by 25% globally uh, just in the first year. So depression, suicides, apparently uh, some of that was caused by those lockdowns. Who would have seen that coming? Also, the hmm. uh, according to the Daily Mail, a British newspaper, the uh, Marxist president of the World Health Organization has just come out, not publicly, not publicly, but he has been telling now um, elected officials, elected government officials, top elected officials in um, in Europe that the most likely uh, origin of COVID unfortunately uh probably came from a leak in the wuhan lab uh and he said uh, that's the most likely uh explanation and who would have seen that coming now i think he's not saying this publicly because he might get kicked off of twitter for the conspiracy theory on both of those really um, and they really, really need their credibility right now. Um, the, the CDC is working with the WHO. I don't know if you've seen this, um, but uh, the CDC has just come out with guidelines to uh, be able to you have safe sex uh, and avoid monkeypox. And um, now, see, I well, I, I am a doctor. I was going to say I'm not a doctor, but I am a doctor. Uh, but I'll talk slowly for Pat and Stu. Pat Gray just joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed. Um, and uh, I'll talk slowly so you guys can understand. Okay. Um, they said, uh, the CDC, they said, um, whatever you do, uh, if you want to have sex and you're worried about mon- monkeypox, have sex while fully clothed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know right. how that works. I mean, that's what Pat would say. I, of course, as a doctor, mm-hmm. understand that. But um, <laughs> they also said wash your hands um, mm-hmm. and your fetish gear. Who doesn't have a lot of that? Uh, and your clothes immediately after uh, having sex virtually. Mm. Mm, that's 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 weird. I they always said, clean stay my fetish six gear. Six feet apart from one another. Probably once yeah, a week. I know. It's, once yeah, a week it's at least. The, right. 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 Yeah. Well, do you use it more than once a week? Well, of course. Because you should of do course. it after every. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. oh, every okay. time. All right. All right. Yeah. You, every time. Or you wow. could get the monkey pox. Now, see, mm. as a doctor, but I haven't been to school for that doctor stuff in a while. So I'm probably a little out of touch. I think. Ooh, that nasty sore on you. <laughs> I'm no longer thinking I'm hot for sex with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. know, That's when a, in doubt, leave it out <laughs> is a is a good one. Uh, this is but, a this uh, is a one of the interesting parts about this advice is it's not 
about having sex with if you happen to be at risk of monkeypox or like you think monkeypox is around and you want to have sex and do it as safely as possible it's when you actively want to have sex with someone who currently has monkeypox like you know they have it mm -hmm. and you still want to have sex with them i just feel like mm -hmm. the demand part of that equation has <laughs> got to be pretty low like I, you know like I, just having yeah. sex with someone specifically well, I don't know. who has monkeypox actively just seems odd I don't know. I, I mean, I know Playboy used to have their, you know, Playmate turn ons, turn offs. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times people have seen, you know, one of my turn ons, monkeypox. Uh, <laughs> really? Big, mm -hmm. open, weepy sores. Mm -hmm. It just turns mm. those, those, turns those ladies on. So, huh. so good for you, <laughs> ladies. Good for you. Um, <clears throat> I mean, not that anything weird is happening in our society at all. No. By the way, Jurassic World three is still number is still number one. Buzz Lightyear, um, and I love the reviews. They couldn't figure out why it did so poorly at the box office. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it might be that the, you know, people don't like grooming, yeah. uh, with their kids. Yeah, uh, uh, know, and there's a whole. They just talked about the the kiss the same-sex kiss it goes beyond that i mean there's a same-sex mm -hmm. marriage there's uh you see their relationship progress i guess my my daughter and her family went and uh the kids liked it but the parents not so much uh and, and you can tell why yeah a lot of people well, stay away from them. the movie mm-hmm mm -hmm. yeah uh, is that because of your bigoted uh, yes. hatred for anything that is different, yes, Pat? that's what it is. Okay. It, that's exactly okay. what it All is. Right. You guessed it. All right. By the way, uh, I wanted yeah. to find out when you're coming back to town because I'm hosting uh, our annual drag queen party at my house <laughs> uh, really? in August. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are the kids Everybody's invited? doing it. The kids, of course, especially yeah. are invited. The younger, the better. Yeah. Like we're and the younger, for, the better, right? Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. looking for two-year-olds, one and two-year-olds, toddlers that can that is great. be brought into the now, can drag we, queen scene. Right. Can we uh, come in drag or do you Oh, just... I prefer that. Yes, please. Yeah, please come in drag. Uh, okay. You'll come in drag great. too, Stu? Uh, obviously, you're invited. Well, as uh, as you noted, I, mm -hmm. I will be getting much of my uh, both drag queen gear and fetish gear cleaned. Oh, so wow. it's just a matter of the timing on that, Pat. I'm concerned <laughs> oh, about the timing. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, you could start okay. now and, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you want to stay very dirty. It's very, you want to stay safe yes. when you're using. It take weeks. <laughs> when you're when you're using whips and things that are jammed uh, into mm -hmm. orifices, mm, you know yeah. you want to be safe <laughs> medically. <laughs> you so really do. I think that's good. You really do. Right. I hey, in a completely unrelated article, uh, a Florida sheriff's department said it arrested a Disney employee as part of a larger sting in which it nabbed a dozen suspects in a child sex crackdown. Mm. So I don't want to I don't want to harp on this. I mean, hey, who are we to judge this mm -hmm. Disney employee for wanting to have sex with a 15 year old? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where I'm not here to judge. Uh, I'm just saying you're going to what was it? A millstone around your you're neck or burn something. In the fires. But I. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I uh, I don't want to judge. May I make a prediction, however? Uh, Disney is going to become a 
predator to our children. I mean, already Mm -hmm. we know what they're doing indoctrinating, but I'll bet you you're going to see more and more child crimes happening uh, from Disney employees. I hope I'm wrong on that. I hope I'm wrong. But there seems to be uh, a really crazy thing going on where sky's the limit on anything. And if you think that you're going to separate the uh, pedophiles from everybody else who says, you know, I can be a chicken and you have to call me a chicken. I I, I mean, I think that's a scene that maybe pedophiles might uh, flourish in. Just saying. Yeah, that's possible. I would think even uh, even likely, perhaps. <laughs> totally unrelated yeah. to your drag queen. Hey, by the Completely way. unrelated. Okay, good, good, yeah, good. nothing to do with it. So. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is for normal drag queen people. Um, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, could we have uh, the cut of the uh, bird and the environment? There's a bird that is now teaching us all about the environment, and I want you to see the clip, and, and Pat, if you can, describe it. Uh, this is an environmental warning now. From okay. Uh, <laughs> looks like a drag queen person and a bird. From the National Audubon Society, obviously. Uh-huh. Your number one source for drag queen needs. <laughs> <laughs> and then she rises up. Oh, or he. And he's got wings like the bird does. It's changing. They sing it over us. I think this is really very artistic. So, yeah, he continues and beautiful. to she's beautiful. Act as a bird. And uh, and both the bird right. and the drag and queen are both beautiful. Us. Birds tell us. Yes. The birds tell us that uh, global warming is here and there's trouble. And I embrace the fact that uh, he is a now a woman bird. Um, But I just want to show you another clip in completely unrelated. Do you remember the show Kids of the Hall? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Let me just go back in the time tunnel again, completely unrelated. Uh, Let me show you a comedy skit. Uh, from Kids in the Hall all about a decade ago. Don't go at home. (laughs) Who is it? Uh, It's me, Max Davis. I answered your ad in the personals. We have a date tonight. Oh, yeah? Are you my date? Yes, I am. (laughs) These are a couple walking out from next door and they see the doors opening. Uh, I said it was Max. Oh, yeah? Come on in, Max. No. <laughs> what? You want to eat he's, dinner out here? I did last night. He's dressed as a so chicken. So you're, uh, not from Toronto? <laughs> no, just north of it. Come on in. <laughs> well, what are you? A chicken lady. Yeah, and I love life. Do you love life? Oh, yeah. I thought you might, because I put that in my personal Latin. Chicken lady loves life. Gee, I never took that literally. I never... No? <laughs> never really took 
chicken lady literally <laughs> so uh so stop this uh, goes on you can find it on youtube it's fantastic but we aren't we living in a world mm. where a woman or a man can be dressed as a woman and call himself a chicken lady and we all have to accept it yes it would be hateful, right? Yeah. To, for that, for him not to want to come in, for the neighbors to be uh, horrified mm-hmm. by the possibility of this guy's date, for him not to be into it, I think is hateful now, which is really fascinating in so many ways. <laughs> it sure is. is. We are, if you recognize your country, raise your hand. I mean, I don't recognize anything in our, in our nation uh, anymore. Except for good friends like Pat Gray and uh, and the other guy who was on the show with me too. Thanks. Uh, that, that's <laughs> nice of you. Pat, Pat, Pat Gray, <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed. You can find it uh, everywhere, wherever you get your podcasts, or you can listen to it uh, prior to this program on Blaze TV. Uh, sponsor this half hour is Real Estate Agents I Trust. Okay, so you remember that housing bubble that you know everybody had, you know, in two thousand eight? Yeah, that was kind of kind of screwed everybody all at once. I don't want to be an alarmist or anything, but uh, I think that could happen again. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not. Right now, the market is starting to collapse. Luckily, things are different. We don't have enough houses for the number of people that need a house, uh, but don't worry. Uh, don't worry, you don't need to buy one. The government or, you know, even better, places like BlackRock could buy them all up. And then you could just be a permanent renter. So you never really own anything. Ah, oh, that would be great. Well, up until that time comes and it's right around the corner, let me just tell you, uh, if you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need somebody who is great at real estate. They have to know what they're doing. We have found the ones that we think are the uh, best real estate agents in the uh, in the country. There's one near you, I'm pretty sure. Otherwise, we won't recommend one. If you call in and you're like, I need a real estate agent, and we don't have one there, uh, we won't recommend it. And it's all free to you. We don't just take anybody. We do extensive background checks. We, we interview after interview after interview, and we follow up. Uh, to make sure that these people are giving the customer service and are giving the the best deals for you getting into a house and the best deal for you getting out of your old house. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. You're looking for a real estate agent? Start here. realestateagentsitrust.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to flip a a story around. There was a story done by the journalist at The Federalist last week, and we have been looking into it. We can't get any answers except from the White House, and the White House says it's ridiculous. Um, But I want to flip this story around. Last week, The Federalist released a story that we had heard as well, but couldn't verify. They verified that, uh, apparently verified, that the White House has informed Winchester Ammunition 
that, quote, the government is restricting the manufacturing and commercial sale of legal ammunition produced at the Lake City, Missouri facility. Now, this is um, the White House is denying this at this point. But I want to flip this story around. It's not if they're doing this. The question should be, if the if the Biden administration is consistent and they're doing the things that they say they're going to do. Remember, they said they're the largest buyer of things so they can set the standards for the E and the S and the G just by what they buy. So they can go to companies and say, no, you're not green you're, you are going to build this kind of car or bring down this because of your emissions or you're going to hire these kinds of people because of the, uh, the G or social justice. In our buying, we're going to set the standard. So this is the largest munitions um, uh, producer for the United States government. About a third of what they make, they then sell to the public for 556 and 223. It's completely consistent with the philosophy of this White House to go to Winchester and say, uh, you'll lose your contract unless you stop selling this to the public. If they're not doing it, the question is, why are they lying now or were they lying then?